everybody. This is Tyler Hughes. And this is Nadine Saradine. And you are listening to another episode, an exciting episode, of Connection <laughs> Loading. Boop, boop, boop. There we go. She has to do that every episode. That's Apparently. like our trademark. That's our thing. What do you Don't do anything you? because now you have to commit to it forever, I hey, guess. Like that's, <laughs> our, that's our tagline. <laughs> All right. Anyway. How do we type that? Boop, <laughs> boop, boop, boop. Uh, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. I like where she's thinking. Um, we've got a really exciting episode tonight, and um, we've got a really awesome special guest calling Very into the studio special. tonight. But before we get into that, let's talk. Let's talk about the question of the day, which w- is yes, are social media and political movements online changing our relationships with others in the workplace? All right, that's pretty big. Let's unpack it for them a little bit, Ty. For sure. So there's this really awesome article that I read recently in the, from the Chicago Tribune mm-hmm. uh, called Me Too Has a Chilling Effect on Workplace Camaraderie. And basically what the article did is it did a really good job of highlighting how men and women feel mm-hmm. uh, since this big social media movement, Me yeah. Too and Time's Up, has taken over online spaces. So a lot of men and women feel that they can't do even the basic things in the workplace. This is really about men, though, right? A little bit? I don't know. I feel like women also, in the article, it stated that they don't feel as comfortable, you know, hugging another male co-worker and oh yeah like sometimes the situation merits it it calls for it so mm-hmm. i don't what, what do you think about that i don't know i mean at my work i work in the, the automotive industry which is extremely male dominated um i'm one of maybe five women in the whole w- workplace and mm-hmm. so uh, there's a lot of uh, of talk about how it's uncomfortable for men now um to even you know exist or whatever and i kind of had the similar sentiment like oh i don't want to make anybody feel any which way but you I'm know, sorry after you to feel that way. oh, it's okay, yeah. and uh, it's it's life. <laughs> and but after speaking with our guest that we have on, she actually answered that question perfectly and gave me a new perspective on on how to view that very same thing. Awesome. So we're gonna hit that in a couple of minutes. Nice. Um, but you kind of bring up a really cool point because I'm not a woman, so I can't really relate in the mm-hmm. same way that you have. But I am a person of color, just as you are. Mm-hmm. And there was a really there was a really cool article from the, uh, HuffPost called "Microaggression." in the workplace, Black Mm -hmm. Lives Matter and politically correct speech that really touched my heart because it said that some people, especially people of color, are very, they feel intimidated Mm -hmm. and they feel very uncomfortable about speaking about this super important cultural movement that's happening Mm -hmm. online and offline, really. Um, Do you feel that, you know, movements like Me Too, Black Lives Matter, Time's Up, are these movements not appropriate to talk about in the workspace? I mean, I would hope that they are. I think the more transparent we are about things, and um, I think a lot of the reason we're kind of in a mess is we want to assume that it's not happening, and we want to pretend that it's not happening. So pretending that the movement isn't happening is the same thing. And so I think being transparent is important. That being said, does that happen? Probably not. For sure. Probably not in most, um, like in the industry that I work in, all male dominated, uh, typically um, white, wealthy men. Mm-hmm. Um, and so mm-hmm. talking about any social <laughs> issue is, 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 um, <laughs> is awkward. And yeah. it's, but it's really interesting to kind of hear their take. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Which is always so enlightening. Um, but, uh, <laughs> she said that with the biggest <laughs> eye roll. <laughs> no, so, I feel you because yeah. I, I mean, I do feel like conversations like this do need to happen, obviously. And I'm mm-hmm. not saying that solely because I'm a person of color or because yeah. you're a woman. They're important for the culture. Totally. They're important for free speech, for the act of just getting them out of our system. Like, yeah. you see, it's like, you know, seeing a catastrophe 
catastrophic news event and not speaking about it when you go to totally. like that's the first thing you speak about but i think collectively uh, a lot of men in the workforce um feel like they're losing a battle oh. and so elaborate uh, well i just feel like they are in the workforce and they feel like all of these men are being exposed and they thought that this was this very specific um, narrowed issue in one industry mm-hmm. i gotten into it with my bot not into it we were discussing about how um he said in hollywood all of these men you know abuse their power and rape women and all these crazy and i was like i told him i said i don't think it's a hollywood thing it's a, it's a power thing, thing. <laughs> it's an abuse and then the same thing <laughs> happened thing. yeah and then yeah. we were talking about it in with sports mm-hmm. and it's it's not it's it's a cultural issue mm-hmm. and so i think you know they feel like you know they're under fire a little bit yeah. let them be mad sure. <laughs> in my opinion if you're uncomfortable cool stay mad no. you know it, it's not your time to 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 speak and that's really their problem for sure well you're not the only person to feel like that which is why we want to introduce our guest who's calling in right now this Drum is roll, professor jill geisler she is a professor at the Loyola university of chicago and she's got a plethora of knowledge on um, sexual harassment and social media movements and how the two kind of intersect. So let's hear her thoughts. Well, thank you so much for taking the time to join us for our episode today. Uh, as you know, the question is, are social media and political movements online changing our relationships with others in the workplace? Uh, so we wanted to get your thoughts on uh, a few of uh, the opinions that we've read in the uh some of the readings that we've been doing. And our first question for you is, do you think that men in the workplace have a reason to be concerned that the uh, Me Too movement and Time's Up movement is growing and causing confidence amongst female employees in various workforces? Well, I hope it's causing confidence, and I hope that it wouldn't cause men to be afraid of confidence. Um, I think that what has happened is that the Me Too movement has shifted the power from people who officially have it in organizations and unofficially have it by virtue of their status. So let's say it's a a boss officially has it, but a superstar performer unofficially has power because of his or her standing as a rainmaker. And I think what's happened now is that people tended to believe or forgive the powerful people more quickly than they would people with less power. Hmm. And what's happened is that we've equalized the power. We've now recognized the potential for abuse to come along with power. And what we've now said is, you know what, we need to pay much closer attention to people who bring something up that we'd rather not think could happen in a workplace. And that could be anything from Um, incivility straight across and higher up to sexual misconduct. Now, any righteous male in the workplace has nothing to fear from an overly confident and powerful woman. Absolutely. I think that what we've done is improved the relationships. Mm. I I agree. Okay. Well, um, that kind of brings us into the next question. So, Um, Some people, men and women included, feel that these movements are making interactions between sexes at work um, kind of awkward. Um, What are your thoughts on that? Well, maybe what we've done is shift the awkwardness. Let me tell you what used to be awkward. It used to be awkward if women were asked 
to dress in a certain way to please mm-hmm. their bosses mm-hmm. or to go along with sexualized banter or overall vulgarity. Um, and they were supposed to be good sports yeah. to accommodate that. Yeah. It was awkward for them because they may not have had much of a choice. You know, I have to tell you a story. I recently was doing a program at the museum called Power to the Interns because we were developing training programs through the museum's Power Shift program um, to address sexual misconduct. And what we found out, of course, was that the the most likely uh, candidate for uh, abuse or harassment is the least powerful person in the organization, and that tends to be an intern or a freelancer or a temp. So in advance of this, um, they had me do a satellite media tour in which I get interviewed by TV and radio hosts all across the country. One of the radio hosts said to me, well, you know, I've been in the business a long time. You know, back in the 70s, I can remember when things were really different. And, you know, people had a lot more fun. We weren't so politically correct. And you could say what you wanted. And it was fine with everybody. And I needed to call him out. I needed to say it in a nice way. I said, let me, let me just take exception to what you said. You may believe that everyone was fine with what mm-hmm. happened in the 70s, but I worked with women who were asked to dress up as Playboy bunnies for client parties. And, you know, they probably didn't complain because they had no law to protect them, and the mm-hmm. prevailing culture said that doing that made you a good sport. Mm-hmm. But you didn't know that they weren't comfortable. So now if there's a little discomfort because a man has to think twice before he <laughs> says, hey, spin around and let me see your legs, yeah. Um, yeah. that kind of discomfort I don't think is something to worry about. And I think that we shouldn't worry about false accusations because we know it's hard enough for women to come forward with real accusations much less to invent fake ones. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Totally. And Jill, I, I think you meet, you make a really good point. Um, and is that that whole system of uh, not being worried, is this the advice that you would give to those who feel that social media movements, like, for example, Time's Up, Me Too, or mm-hmm. Black Lives Matter, are making mm-hmm. our public relationships with one another limited? Is this the advice that you would give to those who feel that way, that there's really no, no I concern? Think- I think that our digital um, social movements have helped people coalesce around issues, some better than others, because we are all aware of, you know, the the term slacktivism in which people don't do much. They just hashtag themselves and and send thoughts and prayers. I've been guilty of that. Um, (laughs) You know, there's a lot more, uh, you know, when you think about, uh, when you think about the, the march on Washington, for civil rights, or now the March on Washington against gun violence, you realize that it was organized by social media, but it's shoe leather and showing up that makes a difference. And in the civil rights movement, they had to show up at lunch counters and, and, and stand to be beaten. Mm-hmm. Um, we know that that is the real activism, but if today social media brings us together around a topic, I think that's really good as long as we don't think just hashtagging each other is enough. 
Okay, folks, you all heard it from Jill herself. I thought that was a really cool call Super, in. super great. She's such an insightful, well-spoken woman. And I feel like this is her topic, right? She mm, kind sure. of, she really owns it and she knows. Um, and, you know, she's been in the game for a little while now. and she, she She's seen it all. She's seen it all. And I think what was most compelling for me is um, as a young woman in this workforce, you know, I quickly will sympathize with men <laughs> right oh no we're not allowed you know we're not allowed to talk about this we're not allowed to hug we're not but it's like because i'm new in in the workforce i haven't seen um everything that's gone on before me mm -hmm. and so i think in context of all of that it makes so much sense so she's right it, we shouldn't be concerned if they're uncomfortable mm -hmm. do you know what i mean and i think adding to that too i mean especially affecting our work relationships like in that context you have nothing to worry about if you don't do anything wrong. Mm -hmm. Like, that's plain and simple. If yeah. you don't make these comments, if you don't, mm -hmm. you know, feel that, ooh, if I, if I hug another female or mm -hmm. another male and I have to grab their ass, like, yeah. if you don't think that and don't do that, then what is the problem? There's no reason to feel awkward. There's no reason for your relationship to be And affected. a lot of these things are so culturally deep. Like, they run so for deep. Sure. They're so ingrained sure. in men that... Are, and that have been in our, let's say, been working 40, 50 years. Mm -hmm. I mean, the transition that they had from women not working, you know, with with them side by side to now finally being mm -hmm. outed for some of the negative things, you know, um, they're just they're 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 growing a little bit. Sure. And it's a little uncomfortable to yeah. grow and become a better person. But I think it's all it net positive. Yeah, yeah, it's going to be good. So that was our episode of Connection Loading for tonight. Uh, let us know what you guys think in the let comment section. Let us know. Let her know. No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we thank you guys for tuning in. As thank always, you. feel free to follow us on social media, get our updates, and take a look at our website, too, because that's where we've got all the juicy scandalous blogs. Blogs. <laughs> yeah. Kind of recaps <laughs> the website and gives you some great info. So check it out. For sure. Thank you guys for uh, checking in. Bye. Bye. Wait, you got to do your robot thing. Boop, boop, beep, boop, boop, boop. She didn't do it right. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye. <laughs>